First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. I would say the same thing. I couldn't name an ELO song, but but everything you played I had heard of before. Also, a listener saying this morning, it's great that you have on Ryan Nobles from the ELO, the Extreme <laughs> Left Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you know that. Sometimes laughing. I think, what Jeff, what Jeff uh, nails me on those, he always blames it on a, a somebody emailing or calling. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of think those are his jokes. You, like think that, just, you think he just doesn't yeah. want to take credit for it? Uh, yeah, he wants to that's say, my assumption, yeah. listener Bob from uh, wherever. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, check the messages. Did we get a message from somebody who said that? Uh, all right, Ryan, what do you think on this? I'll, uh, I'll fast forward to the end. Oh, yeah, uh, Ryan, Ryan, you're absolutely correct. I kind of said that on my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you called it. I had a feeling, yeah. All right. Okay, um, let's so, talk about um, this uh, situation with... The voting bill, and uh, boy, I, I got to tell you, when Republicans are talking about it today, uh, it was like this was the end of legitimate voting, and that's why they voted against it. And they were able to you stop know, it, it, of course. You know, the parties are so far apart on so many issues, Bill, but this voting rights situation is, boy, if you talk to a Democrat, and it's the end of the Republic, if this bill doesn't pass, democracy itself uh, is in danger of going away forever. Yep. You talk to Republicans about it. If the voting rights bill passes, it basically opens the floodgates to every level of fraud uh, that could possibly happen. Uh, you know, this was one of those situations where uh, I, they were so far apart. There was no possible way that a Republican was going to vote for it. Um, I think the bigger issue here is that Democrats have a problem because the base of their party, particularly the progressive base of their party, is. Uh, you know, considers this their highest priority. And where some of the moderate Democrats are paying lip service to it, I think they think it's a good messaging bill. It will encourage their people to come out and vote in 2022 if they can say Republicans blocked it. You know, progressives actually want to see something tangible pass. And, uh, you know, I have a story this morning that I tweeted that's on CNN.com that's all about the progressive backlash to the fact that they feel specifically that President Biden hasn't done enough uh, to make voting rights a key priority. And and the problem here comes in that, you know, uh, you know, I think a lot of Democrats are like, well, we did our best to get voting rights over the finish line. It didn't happen. Yeah. Let's move on to the next thing. Well, progressives are like, we're not going to move on to the next thing, and that being this bipartisan infrastructure deal. And, I, you know, there were two progressive Democrats in particular in the House who said they're not going to vote for the bipartisan infrastructure bill if the voting rights legislation doesn't get passed. And that's a real problem for yeah. President Biden and Nancy Pelosi, because remember, they only have a four-seat margin uh, in the House. So this you know, this could be a bigger problem for Democrats down the road that they weren't able to get anything done yesterday. So the thorn in, uh, in Biden's side is, is obviously the Republicans who are, are kind of battling against his agenda, some Republicans. But then uh, even, even worse than that, it's his own party, the far left, the progressives, are, are, will not allow him to get what he wants to get done, done. Because it's, yeah, it's not far left enough for them. Oh, my goodness. The, you know, it's such a narrow margin that uh, President Biden has success. And that seems counterintuitive because if you just look at it from a 30,000-foot view, you're like, well, you know, the Democrats own the, the White House. They've got control of the Senate and the House. So they should be able to pass whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. But having that filibuster option in the Senate gives Republicans enormous power block almost every piece of legislation that Biden wants to put through. And the other problem that they have is every, you know, this, these infrastructure negotiations are a perfect example of this. Every time you win over a Republican, 
uh, you likely lose a progressive Democrat. So you know, if you go win over ten Republicans, that means that that legislation has been uh, you know has been changed so much yep. that uh, the Democrats on the far left may not be willing to vote for it. So, and that's almost a bigger problem in the House than it is in the Senate because it can maybe afford to lose two or one or two uh, Democrats in the Senate. Uh, and most of the Democrats in the Senate are closer to the middle. Uh, it's a bigger problem in the House because those, you know, with only yeah. four uh, seats at, at risk, and you know, you Progressive Caucus is you know around fifteen or twenty members now, with about five or six of them that are pretty hardcore and and don't necessarily kowtow to leadership. You know, they they have a much different constituency and aren't afraid to buck their leadership. Uh, you're right. The, the, it's just such a very difficult position that Biden finds himself in, especially with an agenda that is as ambitious as he laid yeah. out when he took office in January. All right. So in a nutshell, uh, what what is Republicans? What are the what is the Republican problem with uh, with voting? I mean, why are why are voters being kicked off? These people that are they're being kicked off the voting rolls are these people who illegally signed up to vote? Are, is there a gray area there? And then on the other side, why do Democrats have such a problem with some sort of an identification to uh, to authenticate a person's vote? So I think that uh, voting rights and election reform is so similar to immigration in that the far reaches of both parties have control of the messaging, and both sides feel if they give an inch to come up with some sort of common sense legislation that would solve all the problems associated with it, if they could just come to that consensus, you could actually get something done. Yeah. But so much, uh, you know, special interests on both sides that are just unwilling to push, uh, you know, that if you concede even a little bit, it blows the whole thing up. Right, right. And, you know, I think that we do have a problem here. Uh, we can't ignore the fact that the fact uh, President Trump, former President Trump's big lie about winning the election uh, has led to overreach in Republican-controlled states to limit access to the voting rolls. But I also think Democrats on the other side, uh, you know, aren't willing to put in some common-sense uh, level of, uh, you know, if identification is the right word, but just something to make sure that we're tracking to make sure the people that are supposed to are the ones voting. Uh, but, you know, I do think we can't forget, when it comes to voting, that it is a fundamental right that the Constitution protects. You are born with the right to vote. You don't need to earn the right to vote. Uh, you don't. You shouldn't have to jump any kind of obstacle to vote. And in some of these states, Republicans are making it harder to vote by, you know, putting barriers in the way that might seem simple to us. Like I think that probably most of your listeners think that you know getting uh, yeah. identification. Everybody's that's got something a driver's license. Have to do. Right. But right. that could be a barrier for someone. And Democrats argue that there should be no barrier uh, in order to cast a ballot. Well, again, I I don't understand because, you know, the the reality is probably 99 percent of the people that vote in our area could easily hand over a driver's license to say, yeah, this is me versus putting down your signature, which mine is degraded over the years significantly. Doesn't look anything like the first time I voted when I was 18. So it it is hard. I think the other the other side of that is you have to look at what the real consequences are of not forcing people to have a voter ID. Like, is there the real opportunity for massive fraud if you said that people couldn't, didn't have to present an ID? You still need to know all of the basic information, uh, you know, the the demographic information about who you are when you go to 
cast a ballot. Right, and just right. think about that practically. If I were a guy that was going to go vote on behalf of X amount of people, you know, how many could I even do that successfully? I'd have to know who they are. I'd have to know where they vote. I have to know that they're not going to vote. Could no, you I gotta, do right, that you, on a level but, but that I, could tilt, tilt the scales in one way or the other? It's just not. We're losing our uh, we're losing our TV audience here, but go ahead if you want. to. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand that point, but but I, it's fraud on a major level or an impactful level. I mean, we had an election here; it was decided by what? How many votes decided Tenny Brindisi? It was under, uh, I believe, under a hundred, right? And I just don't know why we'd want to allow the, any. The thing fraud. is, though, what, but what he's saying though is the the reality is, in order to already at least in New York State, in order to vote. Like when I voted yesterday um, in the primary in my in my you got to go. I walk into the building. You've got to walk. There are like five different districts. So you got to you got to know which name you're going in under. You got to go to that proper table. I mean, and if you if if anything is wrong in the process, you don't get to vote. So there are before that's even before you offer up your ID. Right. Right right here. yeah. Yeah, that's. If you go to the wrong table, they say you can't vote? You wouldn't be able to vote at the wrong table. No, that's not your right district. I'm sorry, we don't have you here. You oh, can't I see vote. what you're saying. I thought if you walked up and said, hi, you gotta go to the you got to go to the right place. I mean, obviously, I give my name. They direct me to where I'm right. supposed to go. But, you know, I walk in and I can never remember which which table I'm supposed to go to, which district I live in. So I'm just saying that. And I, I just I think the other two, the last point I make, a lot of us, you know, we only, uh, you know, view the situation from our own personal perspective. That is true. And for a lot of people, you know, especially if you live in upstate New York, like I did for most of my life, even in portions of Virginia that I lived in, you know, it, the voting process was really easy. I walked in, told them my name, showed them my ID, went and cast my ballot. Yeah, some parts of the country, it's not, I'm out of time. I got I got to go. Uh, Ryan, I appreciate it. But some parts of the country, it's not so easy. You're right. We use our own experience. Ryan, we'll do it again next week. Thank you. Enjoy the week. All right. Thanks, guys. Okay, Bye. Thanks.